0: All right, wrestling fans, this is the moment you have been waiting for. It is Wednesday, September 29th. I am Southern Dynamite, and this is Pro Wrestling America. This week coming to you from Memorial Stadium in Champaign, Illinois. 21 big matches for you tonight. This is an all-day affair. Why so many matches? It is the 9th, 10th, and 11th rounds of the Illinois Deadly Dozen Tournament. And of course we have matches interspersed in there so the wrestlers have a chance to take a rest. But first I do have to say that the one roster change we have is that Dust decided that despite all of his bluster, despite everything else, He's not re-signing with the PWA, and he is wanting out now. So, Gold Dust has now left the building. So, our first match is Savannah Jack continuing on his journey, his gauntlet to defeat everybody on the roster. And this week, he has Eric Embry from the Strong Army. And this was a great match, but Savannah Jack does win with the pile driver at a time of 6 minutes, 12 seconds, to check another name off of the list of those that he has defeated in the PWA. (laughs) All right, now we get into the ninth round of the Deadly Dozen Tournament, and let's take a look at the leaderboard here. We really have three guys who are in good position to be able to make a run at the title and end up with it tonight. At the top of the leaderboard is Billy Gunn with six wins, one loss, and a draw. Next is Rick Rude with five wins, one loss, and two draws. Right behind him is Honky Tonk Man with five wins, two losses, and a draw. Then we go on to those who have been statistically removed. Iceman King Parsons with a record of 4-3-1. and one. Bobo Brazil, Buzz Sawyer, and Chris Candido all with 4-4 four and four records. Christopher Daniels is 3, 4, and 1. Steve Carino and Jerry Lawler are 3 and 5. Gentleman Chris Adams is 2, 5, and 1. And Nightmare Chris Ramp is 1, 6, and 1. All right, so let's take a moment before we get into the matches here to look at, as people love to do when we get around playoff time, Okay, what needs to happen. All right, basically for Billy Gunn, if he wins all three matches tonight... That's it. Nobody else can touch him because he will have nine wins. Rick Rude and Honky Tonk Man can win all three matches and they end up with eight. So, but if Billy Gunn should lose one match, all he needs is Rick Rude and Honky Tonk Man to both lose a match. Now, Rick Rude, to get in would need to win all three matches plus have Billy Gunn lose one of them. Honky Tonk Man the same way. But he would also need to have Rude lose one as well. So, long shots here maybe. But then again, this is the world of professional wrestling and we never know what's going to happen until we get to those matches. So before we get to the matches we have promos from Four of the guys, we have Billy Gunn, Iceman King Parsons, Chris Candido, and Jerry Lawler all coming to give their promos in preparation for these last three rounds. We'll have four more before round 10 and the final four before the final round. Billy Gunn sitting on top of the leaderboard as he has the last couple of venues or a couple of times we've been in Illinois. Is very cocky about his chances and not really worried about either Rick Rude or Honky Tonk Man. This works so much better for him if he actually had to face either one of them in any of the rounds. But no, he doesn't have those. Iceman King Parsons. Knowing that he is eliminated from contention unless something crazy happens and he wins all three matches and Billy Gunn, Rick Rude, and Honky Tonk Man all lose all three of their matches tonight. That is the only way he can get in. He challenges the champion for the first title shot. He also challenges Great Muda to defend the American heavyweight title against him. And so we'll see how those go. Chris Candido mentions that there are changes coming to the PWA. He doesn't go into much detail, stays very cryptic about it, but saying that changes are coming to the PWA. Now, does he have ideas about what to do with what he's going to do with his tag team partner ravishing Rick Rude? Maybe he's hoping and pushing for Rude to win the Illinois heavyweight title. Maybe he will make appearances to try to ensure that Rude actually makes that move but also are they planning out different things to get rid of maybe strong army and the guns for hire again he is very cryptic in what he says and then jerry the king lawler is just beside himself because he doesn't understand why the king is sitting near the bottom. He's not at the bottom, but he's near the bottom, much closer to the bottom of the leaderboard than he really thinks he ought to be. But Lawler's ended up getting himself disqualified a couple of times, so he hasn't helped himself in that manner. All right, so now we get into round nine of the Deadly Dozen tournament. First match has Gentleman Chris Adams facing off against Steve Carino. And Adams wins this quick match in a time of 3 minutes, 6 seconds with the super kick. Next match has Bobo Brazil facing off against Chris Candido. And this is a long, hard-fought battle between these two, but Bobo Brazil gets the win with the headbutt in a time of 9 minutes, 32 seconds. Iceman King Parsons faces off against Nightmare Ken Wayne next. And this is a match that went on far longer than it probably needed to. But Iceman King Parsons picks up the win, as pretty much everybody thought going in, in a time of 8 minutes 38 seconds with the butt thump. And now we get into the men who have the opportunities to advance greatly. Jerry the King Lawler facing off against Honky Tonk Man. And this match ends way too quickly as Lawler gets himself disqualified. Didn't I just mention that with the whole... Him not being towards the bottom because he put himself there. Honky Tonk Man wins in a time of 3 minutes 25 seconds by disqualification when Lawler blatantly hits him with a chain in front of Tommy Young. The next one has an awesome match between Fallen Angel Christopher Daniels and Ravishing Rick Rude. And this was a great match between these two with Rick Rude picking up the win with the Rude Awakening. After moving out of the way of the best moonsault ever. Match ends. Rick Rude winning in a time of 6 minutes 21 seconds. And the last match. Buzz Sawyer facing off against Billy Gunn. And this was a brawl between these two. But Buzz Sawyer picks up the win with the Bulldog in a time of 6 minutes 20 seconds. So now Honky Tonk Man won his first match. Rick Rude won his first match. And... Billy Gunn lost his first match. So now Gunn's got to have some work with them trying to get the title to still remain around his waist. I wonder how cocky he is now once he wakes up from the Bulldog. All right, next match, television title. Dutch Mantell defending the title against Jason the Gift Kincaid. And this match ends in a no contest very early on in the match as Buzz Sawyer and Iron Mike Sharp become involved in the match. Referee Nick Patrick is forced to throw it out. The brawl becomes so bad that I have to dim the lights to get everyone's attention. I declare that next week in Peoria, there will be a four corners elimination match between the four men in the ring. I'll waive the 15 minute time limit for that match. There will be no time limit four corners elimination last man left in the ring not having been pinned or submitting or being disqualified will be the television champion all right so we move on to the promos before round 10. we got bobo brazil just being irritable about the tournament in general he should have just had the opportunity to face somebody for the illinois title and become the first champion that way. And not have to wrestle all these guys. And just be tired at the end of the day. Having f- fought multiple matches. But Sawyer comes in right after that. And he starts talking about Bobo. And it's like, dude, you've had to fight two matches a night. Most times I had to fight three. Because I was also fighting Dirty Dutch Mantel as well. And then he just gets unintelligible after that. And... Classic Mad Dog Buzz Sawyer fashion. Fallen Angel Christopher Daniels, one half of the world tag team champions, doesn't bother with talking about the tournament. He gives an open challenge to every tag team to try to take the world tag team titles from them. That he and Steve Carino will take on any challengers for those titles. And then, gentlemen, Chris Adams admits that he is statistically out but still a solid contender and wishes his tag team partner, the Honky Tonk Man, the best as he continues at the top of the, around the top of the leaderboard to possibly, hopefully, get the title, even though the last match Honky Tonk Man has is against his tag team partner, Gentleman Chris Adams. All right, let's move on to round 10. First match has Jerry the King Lawler facing off against Chris Candido. And Candido just gets just punked in this match. I mean, it's just ridiculous. Lawler just not giving him the time of day, winning with the pile driver after several shortcuts in a time of four minutes and 19 seconds. Next match has Bobo Brazil facing off against the other half of the World Tag Team champion Steve Carino. And this match goes on, and Bobo thinks it has gone on too long and throws Carino over the top rope to get himself disqualified in a time of 7 minutes, 31 seconds. Basically, it looks like Bobo has just decided to just throw the rest of the tournament. We'll have to see what round 11 looks like. Then you have Gentleman Chris Adams facing off against Nightmare Ken Wayne. And this one... Basic squash match like you're going to have with Ken Wayne. Chris Adams wins with the super kick in a time of 2 minutes, 28 seconds. Then you have the match I was waiting for. Even when it was Stone Cold Steve Austin in the tournament instead of Rick Rude, it was still going to be a great possibility for a match. Iceman King Parsons facing off against ravishing Rick Rude. And this match was a great match. And I don't remember if they had any matches in world class when Rude was the WCWA World Heavyweight Champion or not. But it would have been a great one had they had it. But this one, Rude wins with the Rude Awakening in a time of 6 minutes 11 seconds after what the fans loved for the match. Then you have Fallen Angel Christopher Daniels facing off against stablemate Billy Gunn. And this match, they put everything aside because there's a title on the line, especially for Gunn. And they go almost the entire time limit in this great match where both men try to put the other away so many times. But finally, it is fallen angel Christopher Daniels getting the win with the best moonsault ever in a time of 9 minutes, 10 seconds. Virtually eliminating Billy Gunn, we'll have to see about that in a moment because we still have the last match in the round with Buzz Sawyer facing off against Honky Tonk Man. Again, two guys who have great respect for each other, but it is Honky Tonk Man picking up the win in a time of three minutes, 38 seconds with the shake, rattle and roll neck breaker. All right, so that's round 10. So as I have done before, after every even round, we go back to the leaderboard because now we need to look at the possibilities. All right, at the top, well, we'll start at the bottom this time. At the bottom, of course, is Nightmare Ken Wayne with one win, eight losses, and a draw. Then you have Chris Candido, Steve Carino, and Jerry Lawler at four and six. Gentleman Chris Adams at four wins, five losses, and a draw. <laughs> Fallen Angel Christopher Daniels also with that four wins, five losses, and a draw. Bobo Brazil and Buzz Sawyer continuing to stay on even keel through 10 rounds. They are 5-5 five and five apiece. Iceman King Parsons is next with 5 wins, 4 losses, and a draw. And the final one to be, yes, statistically eliminated from title contention is Billy Gunn, having lost his first two matches, dropping to 6 wins, 3 losses, and a draw. Because now before him, both men have seven wins. So even if Billy Gunn wins his last match, he still has more losses than either one of them will have. Because you have Honky Tonk Man at seven wins, two losses in a draw. So they could end up tied if Billy Gunn wins and Honky Tonk Man loses. Which then might go into tiebreaker. But regardless of that, you have Ravishing Rick Rude having taken over Stone Cold Steve Austin's record, leading the leaderboard right now with seven wins, one loss, and two draws. So, what's going to happen? Because now the possibilities boil down between Ravishing Rick Rude and Honky Tonk Man. Rude gets the title with either a win or a loss by the Honky Tonk Man. Honky Tonk Man gets the title if he wins and Rude either loses or has a draw so there are many things but either one of these guys both of them have to win and if both do win well then Rick Rude is the champion by having fewer losses as he will end with a record of 8-1 and 2 instead of Honky Tonk Man's 8-2 and 1 but We have to get there first. And before that, we have what would be a main event anywhere in the world. And here it is as a pseudo main event in the middle of the rounds where we have the number one contendership for the world heavyweight title still held by The Undertaker as David Von Erich faces off against Kurt Henning. These two guys have been trying to establish themselves as number one contenders for a while, especially since Savannah Jack won the Lethal Lottery Battle Royal a while back. This match, 45 minutes to name the number one contender. And this match is a classic as these two would have had, regardless of where it was, whether it was AWA or World Class or wherever. Um, Even Madison Square Garden or Florida or pick your territory, even if they both came to Memphis for just the match, this would have been an awesome match. And this one is no different because the two men battle back and forth in a very scientific match, very clean match for these two guys. But David Von Erich gets the win by submission to the Iron Claw in a time of 32 minutes, 27 seconds. So your winner and new number one contender for the world heavyweight title is the man who calls himself the Monster Heel, David Von Erich. Now as we move into round 11, we have the last four promos with Honky Tonk Man, Rick Rude, the two guys who are left in title contention, Steve Carino and Nightmare Ken Wayne. All right, so Honky Tonk Man goes first. And he says to a gentleman, Chris Adams, his tag team partner, the man he wants to challenge for, with for the world tag team titles, that friendship is being put aside because the title is on the line. We'll be friends beforehand. We're friends afterwards. But in the ring, all bets are off. Title's on the line. I'm going after the title. Rick Rude, cocky, but he's not worried because... His last match is against the Queen, Jerry Lawler. And so, yeah, he is not worried about his chances for winning the title because he knows he's got it in the bag. Steve Carino repeats his tag team partner's challenge, but especially challenges Gentleman Chris Adams and Honky Tonk Man to battle them for the world tag team titles as they are the third best team in the PWA, behind, well, of course, himself and Fallen Angel Christopher Daniels and their stable mates, the Smoking Guns. And the Nightmare Ken Wayne just kind of rolls in. He's just along for the ride, and he doesn't get very far in his promo before he's attacked by PG 13, as they seem to have now gotten over their worries with the Guns for Hire and want to go back to their feud with the Nightmares. So we'll have to see what that holds for us in the next couple of weeks. All right, round 11 of the Deadly Dozen Tournament for the Illinois Heavyweight Championship, the final round. First match has Iceman King Parsons facing off against Chris Candido. Great match between these two, but it turns into a brawl very quickly with both men being counted out in a time of 5 minutes, 5 seconds. Next match has Mad Dog Buzz Sawyer facing off against Nightmare Ken Wayne. And, yeah, again, Ken Wayne's just along for the ride. He's still suffering from the attack by PG-13. Sawyer picks up the quick win in a time of 2 minutes, 22 seconds, with the Bulldog. Then you have Fallen Angel Christopher Daniels. Facing off against his tag team partner, Steve Carino. So this is just the round four tag team partners to face off against each other. And these two go at it like they're going for the title themselves. But it is Fallen Angel Christopher Daniels getting the pin in a time of three minutes, 49 seconds, with the best moonsault ever. And now we get to Bobo Brazil facing off against Billy Gunn. And this had the promise of a good match, but it quickly turned ugly as Bobo went for a splash in the corner, Billy Gunn moved referee Nick Patrick in the way, Patrick gets squashed and crumples to the mat, the rest of the guns for hire come out and start brutalizing Brazil, and there's nobody to come to Bobo's aid, because he has alienated everyone in the PWA. And finally, they set Bobo Brazil up for the famous sir, Wake up, Nick Patrick, and he counts the pinfall. Your winner, Billy Gunn, in a time of 7 minutes, 35 seconds. Now we're down to the last two matches on the card. The two most important matches. Gentleman Chris Adams facing off against Honky Tonk Man. Now remember, Honky Tonk Man has to win in order to be able to have a shot at the title. And the two go at it, and eventually it seems like almost the finger poke of doom, but not quite. It seems like Adams just walks into the shake, rattle, and roll so that Honky Tonk Man can get the pin at a time of 6 minutes, 26 seconds. So Honky Tonk Man has won the match. He has set himself up well for the title Now all he has to do is hope that Rick Rude does not beat Jerry Lawler in the next match. And so in good fashion, as we would have in the WWE very often, although I don't know if they do it anymore since I stopped watching them basically 20 years ago, but Honky Tonk Man takes his place at ringside at the announce booth to talk about the match, give his own little talk about it and then just watch to see whether he gets to be the champion or it will be ravishing Rick Rude and of course Rude is very distracted by Honky Tonk Man being there now that doesn't take away from the match that he has with Lawler because it is an awesome match like they did throughout their feud in Memphis but they're all ready to go Lawler almost—Lawler has Rude up in the pile driver As the bell rings, time limit draw. So, hmm. Tommy Young looks to me and asks, do I restart the match? And I say, no. 10-minute time limit. That's it. That's been all the other matches. None of them have ever been restarted. None of them have ever been lengthened. So no, Lawler does not get to get the win. Rick Rude does not get to get the win. Time limit draw. So now your new Illinois State heavyweight champion is the honky-tonk man. So let's take a final look at the leaderboard once again. At the bottom is Nightmare Ken Wayne with his one win, nine losses, and a draw. Steve Carino at four and seven. Jerry Lawler, Chris Candido, and Chris Adams at 4, 6, and 1. Iceman King Parsons at 4, 5, and 2. Bobo Brazil at 5, and 6. Buzz Sawyer at 6, and 5. Christopher Daniels at 6, 4, and 1. Billy Gunn at 7, 3, and 1. Rick Rude with 7 wins, 1 loss, and 3 draws. But the winner of the tournament with 8 wins, 2 losses, and a draw is Honky Tonk Man. Again, we'll go back to what is the point of the Illinois heavyweight title in the first place. It is simply this. We have four different venues in the state of Illinois. And there have been issues with the other places outside the state of Illinois not wanting to have people in, like Indianapolis, like Ohio, where they wanted an office locally there to be able to have the business and keep promoting cards there there have been issues with the Fargo Dome there have been issues with Young Arena in Waterloo Iowa where we will be in a couple of weeks as long as they don't pull out the uh, contract on us but there have been issues there and so we are focusing on having a champion for just the state of Illinois that will be defended in most cards we have in Illinois. I am giving honky tonk man the week off from having to defend next week because well, there's so many things that are going on with honky tonk man right now with an open challenge from the world tag team champions. I'm sure Rick Rude is going to want to have a shot at him who to give the title shot to. It's like, "Eh, we'll just, wait until the next time we're up in Chicago again but now we're gonna have this time where we have multiple champions going on and no we have the rule in the PWA that you cannot have more than one singles title at a time so if say honky-tonk man would lose the title to Dirty Dutch Mantell as the television champion Mantell has to figure out which title he wants but again I wouldn't probably put Dutch Mantel in there as a champion going up for another title. Unless, of course, it was you know, for a higher-up title like the American title or the world title. But now you can have, as we have with Dirty Dutch Mantel, for example, being the television champion and world tag team champion at the same time. You can have the single title and the tag title at the same time. So this sets up Honky Tonk Man as a champion maybe boost him a little bit to head towards the American heavyweight title, possibly even depending on his reign here as the Illinois champion, possibly even move him up into the world heavyweight division. But again, that is all up to debate because most people would not consider Honky Tonk Man a world heavyweight champion caliber wrestler. So, But then again, this also is my fantasy wrestling organization, and I do what I want. But I do encourage feedback from you. If there's something you want to see from the matches that are here, you want to see more things that happen, give me feedback at wrestlingwiththeology at gmail.com. Let me know what you think of it. Even go into your podcast provider and rate the podcast as a whole, not just the episodes, but as a whole. What do you think of it? What do you think of Pro Wrestling America? What do you think of the moments of meditation? What do you think of Confessional Corner and Digging Deeper? Give me your thoughts. I'm open to feedback all the time because that is part of what I do. I want to have an interaction with my audience so that I can see if I, there are things that I can improve with it. So, please, let me know if, if there is something there. But until next time, this is Southern Dynamite thanking you for being here for Pro Wrestling America, having crowned the first ever Illinois State Heavyweight Champion, and we'll see you next time.